My name is Carlin Borisenko, and you are listening to the Actively Unwoke podcast. If you're ready to do something in the real world to fight back against this woke cultural revolution that we are all in the midst of, I hope you'll consider picking up a copy of my book, Actively Unwoke, the ultimate guide for fighting back against the woke insanity in your life. It is available in hardcover. It is available on Kindle. And if you're enjoying this podcast, you might consider picking up the audio version on Audible. It is read by me, the author, and I really hope you enjoy it. Links to purchase are available at activelyunwoke.com. So today I want to shift gears from some of the things we've been talking about in this podcast, because mostly in my work, I do tend to focus on critical race theory and how they're using race as the most divisive concept. Now, that's not to say I don't touch on the gender stuff or queer theory or any of the other crazy parts of critical theory. Race is still the most dominant thing that they're doing, regardless of where the news cycle has gone. They are still using race in schools all over the country. And so that is where I do tend to spend the most of my time. But we would be remiss if we didn't discuss what is going on with gender theory, queer theory, and probably one of the most disturbing things of all about what the woke progressive left are doing, trying to make pedophilia a normalized concept. Yes, they really are doing this. Now, this is something that if you aren't fully immersed in, immersed rather, in woke. Now, this is something that if you aren't fully immersed in woke culture, you might not even come across, you might not even hear about but it is happening. It's happened on more than one occasion, and I'm going to prove it to you. And what is the end game of trying to normalize pedophilia? Of all the things they could normalize, what is the end game? Well, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I think that they are trying to make pedophiles, or what they call a minor attracted person, a protected class under federal law. I am absolutely positive that's their end goal here. You might disagree with me. If you do, leave me a comment or send me a message and let me know. But I am absolutely convinced that they are trying to protect pedophilia by law. And I'm going to explain why in this podcast. I did write an article about this on my substack, carlin.substack.com, K-A-R-L-Y-N.substack.com. It's called The End Goal. They want to make pedophiles, or minor attracted person, a protected class. And they're not even being subtle about it. Let's read from the article. This will be one of the most screwed up things you read all day. But you must read it. Because you must understand just how depraved the woke ideology on the progressive left is. The end goal of radical gender ideology, queer theory, grooming, etc., is that they want to make being a minor attracted person, or a MAP for short, into a protected class. Currently, Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 prohibits discrimination in virtually every employment circumstance on the basis of race, color, religion, gender, pregnancy, 
or national origin. In other words, if you are an employer, you can't fire people or refuse to hire them in the first place based solely on any of those traits. This is federal law. They want to add minor attracted person to the list of protected classes. If they are successful, that means that employers cannot discriminate against someone for being a pedophile. That means they can get a job as a kindergarten teacher, and it would be illegal to fire them for being a pedophile. They could get a job as a bus driver, a janitor, a gym teacher, a social worker assigned to work with vulnerable kids, etc. And it would be illegal to fire them for being a pedophile. Even more, it could potentially be a violation of their civil rights if you refuse to hire them in the first place. They could literally put minor attracted person on their resume and all over their social media and then argue that the reason you didn't give them the job as the kindergarten teacher was because they were a minor attracted person and then sue you for your trouble. This is what happens when you make something a protected class and they'll achieve that by making the public believe that being a pedophile is no different than being gay. They are trying to normalize being attracted to minors and shame people who judge that as bad. This video made the rounds on social media the other day. The commentator made it clear that she is using the term minor attracted person instead of pedophile because she thinks pedophile is just a little too judgmental. I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them, she said. Let's listen to the full clip here. Hi folks, my name is Miranda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist in Erie, Pennsylvania. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. I also prefer person-first language that recognizes that any label we might apply to a person is only part of who they are and doesn't represent everything that they are. We are all people first with many different facets or parts of ourselves. And this includes folks who are attracted to minors. So to start with, let's talk about what a minor attracted person is or who they are. This term simply means that the person has an enduring sexual or romantic attraction to minors. They've not chosen this attraction just as the rest of us have not chosen whatever our attraction is. You don't get to choose to be 
heterosexual or to be gay or, or whatever you are. And you don't get to choose to be a minor attracted person. Some minor attracted persons are attracted to a specific age range of minors while some are not. And some minor attracted persons are exclusively attracted to minors and are not attracted to adults at all. Some minor attracted persons are also attracted to adults. They are teaching people that being a pedophile is the same as being gay. In that video, did you notice that she also said, They've not chosen this attraction, just as the rest of us have not chosen what our attraction is. You don't get to choose to be heterosexual or choose to be gay or whatever you are. You don't get to choose to be a minor attracted person. While they claim. And this is not the first video like this to surface. In November, a video of a professor at Old Dominion University surfaced where they argued, because they use they-them pronouns, obviously, they argued that we need to normalize the term minor attracted person because that's what pedophiles feel comfortable being called. Let's listen to the clip. So much for that question. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to it doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. They go on to argue. Stigma against maps is a problem, in part, because it makes maps think that they're monsters. That's really problematic in terms of map well-being. It's really hard to cope when you think you're a terrible person because you have attractions you can't change. Let's listen to this clip. Um, stigma against maps is a problem, in part, because it makes maps think that they're monsters. Um, that's really problematic in terms of map well-being. Um, it's really hard to cope when you think you're a terrible person uh, because you have attractions that you can't change. They want pedophiles protected by law. That is why they want to destigmatize the term and convince people that pedophiles are just born that way. They want to codify it as a protected class. They are fighting for the rights to be pedophiles. They are fighting for the rights of pedophiles to be kindergarten teachers, bus drivers, janitors. And if they win, there will be nothing you can do to stop it. It would be a violation of their civil rights. This is where we are at, folks. This is really and truly where we are at. And this is why one of the things that I push hardest on above everything else is that average people just like you, just like the person listening to this podcast right now, wherever you are in the world, this is why we need to fight back. This is why normal people need to stand up and do something. Because I promise you, they are not that far away from doing this. They are not that far away from accomplishing this. They really aren't. Give it maybe five years, maybe five years, and you will literally have 
federal law in the United States protecting the rights of pedophiles to be kindergarten teachers. This is what happens when people don't stand up and fight back. This is what happens when people just use woke culture as a form of entertainment, when all they do is run their mouth on Twitter all day in order to get people to subscribe to their service or donate money or what have you. It's all fun and games until you literally have pedophiles being protected by federal law because your team has refused to do anything productive to fight back. I might come across as harsh sometimes when I'm trying to get people to actually do something. I can accept that. But I can see clearly where this is going. And I want to know, why am I the most pissed off person in the room? I don't have kids. I don't even like kids. Why am I more pissed off about this than every single parent with kids in the public schools today? Is it because they don't see it? Is it because they don't want to see it? I don't know, but this is clear as day to me. Listen, the woke left, if nothing else, the woke left are fantastic about focusing solely and unapologetically on the goal. Well, people on the political right just bicker amongst themselves and use it as entertainment and prank AOC and congratulate each other on on that based tweet. One of the things I am most frustrated about than anything I've experienced over the last two and a half years is how little people actually care about doing something in the real world to fight back. How they won't put petty personal bullshit aside. How they won't get over their own insecurities to stand up and go make a speech at a school board meeting or stand up and and FOIA your teacher's emails or do anything. I don't know what holds people back. I don't know how you can so clearly see a problem like them trying to legally protect pedophiles. I don't know how you can see this and say, you know what, the best thing I can do is, um, well, go on Twitter and own the libs. Makes no sense to me at all. But I can't control what most people do. I can only control myself and I can only offer opportunities for people to step up and fight back. And that's one of the things I'm doing right now. I am working on a project. Well, I actually launched it a while ago and have been in the kind of quiet phases of developing this idea because it's a new idea. It's never been done before. It's called the Unwoke Army. The Unwoke Army is a crowdsourced volunteer initiative that is fighting back against woke insanity filled with average people just like you. We are not beholden to any political partisan organization. We are not beholden to any big donors. We are going to entirely crowdfund this and do it ourselves. We are going to do the journalism that the so-called conservative journalists refuse to do. And I know that because they've actually copied my journalism. They've actually stolen the journalism of the Unwoke Army and have passed it off on their own. Uh, but we were the ones that did it. If you If you have seen the story about the Burlington, Vermont School District and how they were grooming kids live on the internet... That didn't come from conservative journalists, guys. That came from the Unwoke Army. That was two dozen people working tirelessly to uncover what was going on in Burlington. And then we put it on the internet. We got millions of views. And then all of a sudden, the conservative press started covering it 
but they didn't mention where it came from because they stole our journalism. Too lazy to do it themselves, stole our journalism, tried to pass it off as their own. Well, if you don't mind credit getting ripped away from you every now and again, because it really shouldn't be about credit, it should be about telling the story, but I do like to point out where it came from. But if you don't mind getting credit ripped away from you every now and again, you can come and join the Unwoke Army. I am having a webinar on August 24th uh, to talk about the Unwoke Army, to open up the application process again, to talk about my vision for it. It is a grassroots crowdfunded effort to fight back against woke insanity. And actually, one of the core projects that we're going to be working on, we're going to be working on four core projects moving forward. One of the core projects we're going to be working on is called GroomerGate. And we are going to infiltrate the online spaces where the real grooming actually happens. Grooming goes way beyond schools. In fact, the schools are one of the least scary aspects of it. One of the projects I'll be working on with my Unwoke Army is called GroomerGate. We're going to expose who these people really are and what they really want. If you would like to learn more about this, head over to unwokearmy.com. Sign up for the webinar that I'm doing on August 24th. If you are listening to this after August 24th, then I will have an on-demand recording of the webinar up again on activelyunwoke.com or unwokearmy.com, whatever's clever. They're the same. Fun fact, they're the same website. They're the same website. It's just that Unwoke Army redirects to the the page for the Unwoke Army on activelyunwoke.com. So you can get there by going both ways. It doesn't even matter. But if you want to get involved, the information and the opportunity will be there. Now, listen, this doesn't pay anything. I don't get paid either. But we do it because it's important and we do it because we want to make a difference. And when you get involved with the Unwoke Army, you will get millions of views on your work and you will make a real difference. You know, I saw this poll the other day about how the top view tweets of conservative influencers fighting back against uh, against like groomers or what have you. And I found it a little funny because I once got 28 million views on a single tweet, which dwarfed any number of any, the any number of uh, views that were on the list from libs of TikTok or Jack Posobiec or any of these people. Not that I have anything wrong with any of these people. I think these people are all doing important work. So this is no shade on them. But do you know how I know you'll get millions of views on your work in the Unwoke Army? I once got 28 million views on a single tweet. The Twitter thread that we put together about the grooming in the Burlington, Vermont School District got over a million views by itself. You will get views on your work. You can be anonymous if you want. You can take full credit if you want. Again, this is not necessarily about credit, although we do joke about them stealing our journalism. But, uh, but you know, if you want to remain anonymous and be on the Unwoke Army because you're afraid of getting canceled, that's totally okay. In fact, the vast majority of the people on the Unwoke Army are anonymous. They don't want their names associated with it. And that's fine. I will protect your identity. I will make sure no one knows. But if you want credit, if you want to build a platform, if you want to start a YouTube channel, I will help you do that. Because we need as many people fighting back as possible. This is not about pride of authorship. I happen to be the front person for this simply because I am already accidentally in the public eye and I don't mind taking on that role. But I don't consider myself like the general of the Unwoke Army. I'm someone that's coordinating it. I'm someone that's offering the infrastructure for it. I'm someone that's offering the direction for it. 
And I'm trying to create a space where everyone can show up and do their best work. And I just happen to be the public face of it because I was already public anyway. And most people want to stay anonymous. And that's totally fine. As long as we get the work done and we get the information out there and into the hands of people who can actually do something with it, that's what's important. So again, if you would like to learn more, head over to unwokearmy.com. And if you'd like to support the work I'm doing with coordinating the Unwoke Army, leading the Unwoke Army, there are all sorts of ways you can do that. And you can find a list of those at activelyunwoke.com. You can support me on Patreon. You can support me on Locals. You can get a subscription in my Substack. There are other ways you can do too, but those are the main ones for right now. If you have other ways that you'd like to support the work I'm doing, please reach out to me. You can always reach me at activelyunwoke at gmail.com. That's all I've got for this one. I hope I didn't scare you too much, but you should be scared a little bit. When I wrote this Substack article last night around 1 a.m., I was a little scared. But I am correct. They are trying to make pedophilia a protected class. And I think we can all imagine why they're doing that. Now's the time to fight back. Don't wait for other people to do it. You've got to stand up and do it yourself. And I will help you along the way if you want to.